welcome to Inject Chat Flick with your hosts Jack Taylor and Wilgraver. Hello, welcome back to Inject Chat Flick. Good morning, Will. Good morning, Jack. How are you? I'm good, but I have a feeling you're feeling even better. I am feeling quite good, actually. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about why I'm feeling so good later. I'm sure you are, too, for the same oh, yeah. reason. Um, and that is obviously the ones one at the weekend. I know. We're, we've gone from the realms of reality into some sort of fancy land. <laughs> I don't really know where this has come from, but we'll, uh, do I? we'll celebrate it nonetheless. We will indeed. Um, coming up today... We've got some hockey hot takes, we'll review the weekend matches, including the ones, and we've got another guest, another very special guest, Jake Payton. Hello, Jake. Hello. Hello, JT. Hello, Graver. Um, thanks for coming on. Firstly, we're not going to call you Jake anymore, we're going to be calling you Bagels throughout the podcast. Can you explain why you're called Bagels? Uh, I can. So, it's a bit of an underwhelming story, but um, <laughs> in pre-season, there's a bit of a tradition to... Um, to ask a fresher to drop a word in a team talk. And for some reason, my word was bagels. And ever since then, uh, yeah, I just started getting called bagels, and it's, it just seemed to stick. It has definitely stuck. I mean, you're quite lucky that it was bagels. I mean, other words... What was your word? Did he have a word? I don't think I did. I remember the one that I remember from our first preseason was obviously dingleberries. Dingleberries. I had moist... And I'm moist. glad no one's calling me moist at the moment. Yeah, that's not an ideal nickname. So yeah, bagels is actually not a bad one. Well, some of the other words were like, eat out to help out. So I don't think that would have been a very good nickname. It's been a mouthful. quite long. <laughs> Pardon the pun. Um, we're going to be talking to Jake about, obviously, the win yesterday. Um, we're going to be looking through the other fixtures with him too. Asking him a few questions uh, for another EUHC member. Um, firstly, Jake, are you a listener of the podcast? I am. I'm an avid listener of the podcast. Do you like it? What's your What's your uh, review so far? Um, I am a fan of Graves' awful jokes and his little chuckle as well into the mic. I do enjoy that. <laughs> what, when he finds himself funny? Yeah. When no one else laughs, but you can just hear him <laughs> chuckling into the mic. It's because I can see Jay-Z's face just cringing. <laughs> I think, to be fair, me not laughing and you laughing reflects our sort of our listenership because half the people I talk to love the jokes and half the people well they might not listen to the podcast because of them um but as I said to someone the other day any audience interaction is good audience interaction whether it's good or bad yeah um, so yeah I don't think it's I'm not gonna stop I'm not gonna change in if anything I'm gonna go more extreme with what I say (laughs) I don't doubt that for a second Bagels, why don't you also, you're an EUHC member like us, why don't you tell us about yourself as a hockey player? Um, what team do you play for, position? Uh, I have the privilege of playing with JT at the weekend in the uh, first team. I play a bit of, bit of high midfield, a bit of up front, um, and I'm in second year, so it's my second year in the team. Mm. So, yeah, and you recently became a bagsman, didn't you? Well, as of yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Favourite EUHC moment? I feel like it's got to be yesterday, really. Yesterday. Yeah. Well, you're hearing the word yesterday coming up a lot, and that's because the ones, as I said earlier, won. We're going to be talking about that in a little bit. We're going to firstly do the um, the other matches for the club on Saturday. But just before that, the most important thing is hockey hot takes. Indeed. Uh, Bagels has prepared something, but Grover, why don't you kick us off? So, Is it going to be another reactionary one? 
no, this one's... Well, it might be a bit reactionary, <laughs> but I think that if Durham have any chance of staying up, they need to get on the phone, oh, p- no. plug my number into, <laughs> into it, <coughs> call me up and say, we'll pay for your travel, just get here now. Come actually keep some clean sheets for us. Do you reckon it would have been... Maybe eight, not nine, if Graver was playing. Yes. I think it would have been ten, not nine. Really? Um, well, I need well, to see the six in the, the one. The difference, yeah. play. <laughs> the difference would have been that I would have hopefully got on the score yeah, sheet. True. So most of the other guys are pretty unstoppable, I'd say. I mean, I don't think that's too hot a take based on performance yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> I think you would, you would have slotted in quite nicely. More of a more of a tepid take. Yeah. yeah. I think. Do you think if you put the threes in? Uh, the Prem, they would have lost by more or less than 9-0. Uh, it depends if I was coaching on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a, it's, hard, it's a hard question to ask in context, but I also think it depends on whether the uh, the boys, the ones boys, had fueled up on Premier Inn and Hungry Horse Restaurant oh, beforehand. Because yeah, um, we were a different beast. Um, but no, I'm going to say no, the threes would have done better. Okay. <laughs> I can live with that. If Bagels was coaching. Yeah. Indeed. Bagels, have you got a hot take for us? Um, yeah, I do. It sounds very reactionary, but I have been saying this for some time now. Um, I think that if the season started after Christmas, we would be a comfortable top six side. You have been saying this. It's obviously... <laughs> it's obviously... It's quite a big it's a, if. It's a big... Um, it's quite hot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just think that if when the boys all click, if you look at our team, it's just... Yeah, it's still It shows good. yesterday what can happen. It does, we just need to share it a little bit more. But no, it's a big if, if we didn't have all of those losses in the first <laughs> half of the season. I think also place. the one point was a bit, uh, what's, not flat, what's the opposite of flattering? Uh, deceiving, because we were close in a lot of games, 4-3 yeah. against Hampson Westminster. Eight yeah. losses by one goal, I think it is. Mm. I think that probably um, sells us a bit short on the performances we're actually putting in. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I For my hot take... I'm going to move away from the current EUHC teams and players and talk about uh, a favourite alumni of ours, which is Duncan Scott. I'm hot-taking that Duncan Scott will become GB captain. I could see it happening. They're passing the armband around a lot quite at the moment. Are you you hopeful for a call-up going (laughs) on? Well... We'll see. We'll see how pain goes in the next cycle. <laughs> if, uh, if if he's had a few in, you know, and I'm performing well for Durham. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, yeah, I think uh, our man Duncan, who's obviously Duncan's already very realistic, really. yeah, he's already uh, repping us well on the international stage. Yeah, debut goal and all the rest. I think he, uh, yeah, I think he's got it in the locker. They are looking for a captain at the moment. And the scrum hat is pretty head. iconic, so he that is could iconic, go down yeah. and that could be like you could see a lot of scrum hats on hockey pitches after the next cycle of the Olympics. Yeah, right? for sure. We get a lot of tweets to the hockey club account asking why uh, number is it? What number does he wear these days? Is it seven? I think he's got quite a good number for for GB. Yeah, number twenty, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Why n- number twenty-five? Uh, why he's wearing a scrum cap? Yeah. Which is uh, obviously a sign that he's on show. Yeah. To the wider people, audience. people are noticing, aren't they? Yeah. Anyway, enough hot takes. Um, let's move on to some hockey from the weekend. We'll start at the bottom, go up to the top, but it is by no means the bottom with the sevens because it was a pretty big game. Had some fans in the snakey, did they, Grover? Yeah, we had uh, double figures fans, definitely. 
I think nice. it was about 12 or so. Um, I arrived at half-time, having just watched Norwich lose. Oh, um, and we were 3-1 up, uh, got to 3-0, and then last minute of the game, ball comes down left, ball sack leads out, yeah. Alex Young that is, <laughs> passes across goal, Rob Williams steps in front of the man to flex in, Absolute limbs! What a what a game! I'll probably be coming to a few more Sevens games. Yeah, that sounds like a, a serious champagne moment there. Yeah, um, and a good win for the Sevens, four three. Six is one two one, just uh, over the other side of Exeter. The Fives one four one. Did you get anything from that game, Graver? Any nibbles from Toibs or Etal? Apparently, they just dominated that game. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. The Fours went away to PGSO being lost by one. That's yeah. Tough. They you only went with twelve men for some reason. I don't know what happened with selection. It sort of or sketch fell to pieces. Yeah, sketch cow sock. Maxwell yes. Allshaw missed because of cow sock. Um, but we did get a nice message to the uh, to the Facebook saying that the boys had been good in the pub afterwards. To, yeah, and that's to really that's really the priority, isn't it? Yeah, good lads. HC exactly. coming out in full force again. Yeah, the threes obviously had their postponed game. The twos. Tough job. Yeah, they got wiped the floor with, but they'll be back on their feet, ready to go for Wednesday and ready to go for uh, next weekend against Plymouth. Um, it's really my yeah, huge, it was a game. huge game. My hot take of them going unbeaten lasted about three days. Yeah, it did actually. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I've got a hot take that Durham beating Loughborough on Wednesday. So yeah, you know, yeah, that's not looking. We might have to burn ourselves. <laughs> Absolute turnstiles, mate. <laughs> Uh, we, we won't talk too much about the twos because I'm backing them to rebound quickly. Let's talk about the ones. Yes. Bagels, what happened? I still don't really know. And I was there. I, I mean, it was probably our worst first half performance of the season. Well, it was up there. Yeah, it was up there. Um, I mean, we defended all right, but we were pretty. it was a pretty awful standard of hockey first half. Yeah, we didn't want... And then, neither side wanted to keep the ball, did they? Obviously, H-Man and Tice-Man riled up the troops at half-time and yeah. sent us out on a bit of a mission. And um, once that first one dropped in, it yeah. was sort of like the floodgates had opened and there was no yeah. closing them. It was certainly, I think as the Twitter said yesterday, waiting for a London bus and then all of a sudden nine come along at once, as the saying goes. <laughs> um, yeah, there were, I mean, there were five goals in the final quarter. Yeah, and um, we've got a bit of a track record of sort of stopping playing at the end when we're winning, Yeah, like against Hampstead. But... Uh, yeah, they just tried to press us high and left quite a lot of space in behind, which just mm. meant the boys could keep playing. And they didn't stop playing. At HQ, when we saw the score was 9-0, we were speculating, was it a typo? Was it, you know, did they take off the keeper? <laughs> and we just like kept putting it into an open net. But it was like it was like they weren't there. We were just playing against cones. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they were. I think they got a little bit desperate. And there was to, a lot of counter-attacks with yeah, about they, they, one or two defenders in their half. Yeah, we, they tried to, they got more and more desperate to score and we were just picking them off. Um, Bagels, why don't you talk us through your goals? Because we've been waiting a little while to talk about these. Yeah. Um, so the first one was a bit of a counter-attack. Uh, Larry Man makes a good step in deep defence and plays me through. Obviously, I was being a bit lazy and wasn't that far back. So I was, I was on the last <laughs> one <hang> already. <laughs> um, received the ball with nothing but space to the goal and then took around the keeper and put it in. Yeah. Um, which was quite a nice relief as I haven't scored since... October, maybe? Yeah, something like so, that. In the Prem, so that was quite nice. And then the second one was just a bit of a flare run. Can't remember the thing from just inside the halfway line. Got a few fouls, 
I let out a little scream, hoping for a corner. But then the ball just popped up in a nice place to shoot, and then obviously just binned it on the reverse. Yeah, nice. There was also a very, you'll see it on the huddle, great, but there's a very nice, very nice yeah. celebration. Jake Litchfield inspired, and also there was one where Bagels picked it up, probably inside, not in RD, but within our 16, and uh, dribbled it all the way into their D, or just to the outside of their D, got hacked down got a corner and a card and celebrated it just as big as the goals. Yeah. What, so uh, it was a jumping fist pump. That's what we call celebrating the small wins. What number goals were these? Were these like, I mean, I would love were... to say they were two and three, but it was um, <laughs> five and six, I think. Yeah. So, so not quite an eight and nine stat pad. but No, five and six. So it was just put the game to bed. Yeah. Big celebrations. <laughs> yeah. uh, they were about one minute apart, weren't they? One or two yeah, minutes Yeah, it all happened so quickly. It was like a flash and then it was done. It was yeah. sort of, it was yeah. quite crazy. Lovely. Were they quite shell-shocked at the end? I think so. They, they were pretty quiet at the end, weren't they? Yeah. I, I kind of felt a little bit bad, to be honest. Um, last question, Bagels. Yeah. What does this mean for the ones for the rest of the season in the Prem? Well, I think a lot of the boys thought we were pretty down and out after last weekend. Yeah. Um, whereas now, if you, look at, if you look at the table and the fixtures we've got, we've got Brooklands this weekend at home. And then Durham the weekend after at home, that's a huge six points up for grabs. Yeah. Um, and I honestly think there's a there's a small chance, it's still not a big chance, but there's there's a much bigger chance than there was before the weekend of us potentially staying up. Um, I think we need to make sure we don't get ahead of ourselves. Agree. We've also got a big Bucks game on Wednesday. A huge Bucks game, yeah. Semi-final against um, Nottingham. Hopefully that will have sent a few tremors into the Nottingham camp. Hopefully, yeah. Um, I'm sure they're listening. Yeah, Who probably. Who isn't listening. Yeah, true. Um but yeah, that's probably all we've got time for. But thank you, Bagels, for coming on. No, thank yeah, you, thank you very much. And uh, reliving a bit of the glory from yesterday. I'm sure it'll be uh, living long in the memory. Join us tomorrow. I actually think we might get our housemate Spitz on tomorrow to do a little... Uh, kebab shop review. Extra kebab <laughs> shop review. In it, That's a field in which he is very, very uh, experienced and specialised. Um, we asked him the other day if he needed to prep for it, and he said no, <laughs> which I think sums up... Um, just how much knowledge she has on the subject. So join us for that one, uh, which will be slightly less high performance oriented, um, but good nonetheless. Hopefully, thanks for listening, and we'll uh, we'll chat to you tomorrow on my EG on your EG.